This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. A Lake Superior tribe wants an emergency shutdown of Enbridge's Line 5 oil and gas pipeline on its reservation. As Danielle Kading reports, that's due to fears erosion from spring flooding may compromise the line's integrity. Attorneys for the Bad River Band of Lake Superior Chippewa filed an emergency motion in federal court to shut down Line 5. The tribe's attorneys say the Bad River is less than 15 feet from the pipeline at four locations and only 11 feet of riverbank remains in one spot. Bad River Tribal Chair Mike Wiggins Jr. says the situation poses a tangible threat to the Bad River watershed in Lake Superior. Enbridge is all about profit over everything and uh, we are about our future generations and protecting our ecosystems and downstream resources. Enbridge spokesperson Julie Kellner says the company is extremely disappointed with the tribe's motion. There is no change to the operating condition of Line 5. While some erosion has occurred due to the recent flooding, there is still considerable bank between the river and Line 5, and there is currently no risk to the pipeline, which continues to operate safely. Kellner says a shutdown would have severe consequences for the U.S. and Canada. The tribe's attorneys want a federal judge to rule on its motion by Friday. For National Native News, I'm Danielle Kading. The COVID-19 public health emergency is set to lift Thursday. Over more than three years of the pandemic, Native communities were hit hard. The Mountain West News Bureau's Murphy Woodhouse has more. The numbers are astonishing. CDC data show that compared to white non-Hispanic Americans, indigenous people were 2.5 times more likely to be hospitalized and two times more likely to die. Over the first two pandemic years, Native life expectancy plummeted by six and a half years. Communities are going to be continuing to grapple with the consequences of this for decades to come and even generations to come. Dr. Laura Hammond of the John Hopkins Center for Indigenous Health served as the head of the Navajo Nation's COVID testing coordinating team. She said the tragic disparities are due to a number of factors, including high rates of diseases that raise the risks of COVID infections. But she also pointed to what she called the systemic racism seen in chronic underfunding and understaffing of the Indian Health Service and tribal health organizations. Despite those issues, Hammond says dedicated tribal health care teams have been preparing for the ending of the public health emergency, and she's optimistic that there will still be sufficient funding for free COVID vaccines and testing. I'm Murphy Woodhouse. As the decision from two large tribal organizations to pull out of the Alaska Federation of Natives has begun to sink in, there's mixed reaction from Native leaders. Some have said the news caught them by surprise, but also say growing tension between competing groups at the AFN convention should have been a warning. Clinkett and Haida from Southeast Alaska says it no longer needs AFN's advocacy because it's developed its own capacity to advance its causes. The Tanana Chiefs Conference, which represents villages and interior Alaska is leaving to focus on protecting salmon and subsistence. Some longtime Native leaders have called the move a mistake. Paul Ontaguk, an Alaska historian, agrees. About really a fifth of the population of Alaska. So if we're going to influence things, punch above our weight, we have to have a kind of unity that reflects a sense of shared purpose. Since 2019, three regional corporations have pulled out of AFN. Antagog says these departures raise questions about the organization's health. Is it adapting? Is it reflecting the broad spectrum of interests of Alaska Native peoples and organizations? And by pulling out, it's a way of voting publicly a lack of confidence. Antagog calls the decision to pull out short-sighted and says if there's a crisis in the future, these organizations will need a group like AFN to speak as one voice for Alaska Natives. He says Unity has made AFN one of the most influential Native organizations in the nation. So far, AFN's longtime president, Julie Kitka, has had no comment. 
I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribal relations. Support by Vision Maker Media, currently seeking two digital media specialists and a director of project productions and services. Information on required qualifications and how to apply at visionmakermedia.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.